hello and hello. Welcome to another edition of A Different Identity. I want to let you know that this show is being brought to you by our good friends and media partners at May We Help You Radio. My name is Lawrence Jackson, and usually I'm joined by my controversial counterpart, author Pamela Mintz. But guess what, y'all? She is out receiving an award tonight. Um, I'm not sure if she's going to be joining us, but the show must go on. Listen, each week we share insight, we share perspective, but most of all, we share our experiences. And why do we do it? Because we want to show you the value of doing things differently. We believe that when you know better, you will do better, and better is exactly what we want you to be. Better in what you see, better in what you believe, and guess what? Your better starts today. So once again, it is time to talk about it on this edition of A Different Identity. Before I get started with tonight's show, I just want to make a few uh, announcements or housekeeping, whichever you want to call it. Um, We have a very, very active Facebook page. For those of you who are not a member um, of a different identity, Talk radio show. It is a group, a private group that is available on Facebook. We would love for you to submit um, a member request. Um, again, the page is called A Different Identity Talk Radio Show. Um, and in this group, we talk about a lot of different things. Uh, we, we have some memes, we have some questions, we have some comments, um, and we just want to hear from you. So, again, uh, go ahead and reach out to us today. If you are on social media, especially Facebook, the group is called A Different Identity Talk Radio Show. Uh, For those who want to provide feedback, uh, questions, show topics, if you feel like you have a very interesting story, excuse me, um, that you want to share with our listening audience, shoot us an email. Um, the uh, email address for uh, Pam and I is a different identity at gmail.com. Again, a different identity at gmail place. We take questions, we take comments, we take feedback, we take, you know, if, if you have something that you want us to talk about on this show, you, your feedback is certainly, certainly, certainly appreciated. If you would not mind, why don't you go ahead and do that again at differentidentity at gmail.com. Otherwise, if you are connected to Pam and I on uh, Facebook, we, you know, want to send us a message, you can certainly do that as well. So normally during this time uh, of the show, I usually talk about um, something that I saw on the page. But I want to talk about something differently tonight. And, you know, again, we welcome any questions or comments um, that you have. But And this is outside the relationship realm, but just really hopefully it will tie into um, what I'm going to talk about on tonight. So I heard that uh, there was um, some feedback around uh, Kevin Hart, who had a birthday celebration for his son, and the theme of uh, that particular function uh, or birthday celebration was Cowboys and Indians. And as I understand, as I heard on the radio this morning, um, as I was going to work, um, that, you know, that didn't go over well culturally. And I, and I guess I'm trying to figure out um, why. And, again, I, I, I implore you to uh, come on if you if you have a question or comment or can give me some further clarity about um, this this particular subject matter or why as if give me a call six four six six five two two five one two just press the number one let my engineer know that you're on the line I'm not going to wait long but I just thought that that was very very interesting that a theme of a birthday party would uh, become the topic of a conversation um, amongst a culture and 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 again I'm trying to I guess, wrap my head around, I guess, trying to figure out why that is such a culturally or why is the culture challenging his decision to have a birthday celebration. And, and you know, I mean, there was some feedback given on the radio, you know, about um, 
people just always have something to fuss or complain about or want something to fuss or complain about. But I, I guess I'm trying to get the real gist of it. Um, and, you know, hopefully somebody can come on and, and just help me understand this a little bit better. Um, but I, I guess I just have an issue with that because, you know, there, there's already, and I know I'm, I'm on my high horse already, and I apologize in advance, um, but there's already enough stuff going on, and I feel like um, somebody choosing a theme for a birthday party is a personal choice. And with that personal choice, I don't, I, I don't see cowboys and Indians being offensive to a culture, to a people. And maybe it's my own ignorance. I don't know. Uh, again, I would love for somebody to to kind of help me understand this a little bit better. Uh, but I, I, that one I couldn't figure out. That one I just couldn't wrap my head around uh, to be able to figure that out. And why am I bringing this up? Why am I, um, I guess, kind of seemingly bothered by this? Because I think already as a culture, again, just like I mentioned earlier, there are enough challenges. There are enough challenges in relationships and friendships and and uh, a bunch of different things. Um, but this one I can't figure out. And, and someone uh, was brave enough to send me uh, a comment, and I and I'd like to you know go ahead and read it. And basically, a chat room user said that they don't see a problem with it. It's you know good people. <laughs> it's good people on both sides, and and I get that. And, and, and chat room uh, listener, thank you uh, for sending in that you know comment. But I I guess I'm just I I, I don't get that one. You know I I remember you know I mean I'm I'm born in December. My my birthday is like eight days away from Christmas, so I don't recall having a lot of birthday parties again because. Um, my birthday is so close to Christmas, um, but for anything that I felt like my parents were trying to do for me, um, I just didn't see or could see or can see now why someone in society would challenge it. You know, and I get the Chuck E. Cheese, I get uh, all of the other places that people can go and, and have a function, um, but, you know, I mean, let's let's just be real. Like, we, we have people who have white parties. We have people who have black parties. Um, does the culture challenge that as well? And I know, I'm just, I'm just setting it up. I'm just setting it up to really kind of talk about this thing because as I begin to listen to what was going on, I'm like, man, people can't find anything um, better to complain about than um, somebody celebrating their son's one-year birthday. Like, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing to me. So, Pam, I see that you are on the line. Uh, before I move on, I wanted to see if you have any feedback regarding this whole thing uh, with Kevin Hart and his wife okay. uh, having a birthday celebration. You, you got any feedback on that? Welcome, first and foremost. Lawrence, what you talking about? You boring these people again because I was late? <laughs> So my initial question, I'm just going to ignore that. My initial question was, you know, I heard this morning about Kevin Hart and his wife giving their son a birthday celebration, and the theme of it was cowboys and Indians and how there were a lot of people, there was some cultural backlash behind it, and I can't figure out why. Well, I think that people are being busy by Okay. I don't think that he meant any harm because – People have to think back to everything has become so culturally sensitive. There was a time when we were young growing up, and Kevin Hart is in our age range, whether people want to accept it or not, where it was acceptable for kids to play cowboys and Indians and play police officers and and the bad guy. Those were common things. I don't see anything wrong with his theme for his party. If that's what he wanted to do, but his child, what's wrong with that? It's yeah. not it's not anything detrimental. And that's I guess that's, that's what the I problem we make you and, and you, the thing that I see is it, when it comes to children, we're making them too sensitive. You know, as a form, as a former teacher, I think that we don't allow kids to be kids much anymore. And that's a problem. Because 
the saying always goes, you have a longer time to be an adult than you do a child. So what is wrong with a child having an imagination of being um, cowboys and Indians? Again, I don't that, I don't see anything wrong with it. I definitely I just kind of wanted to see, you know, what people thought about it. But but I want to jump into tonight's conversation and just with that being said as you talked about people being busy bodies. Um, you know, I guess the next part of or the conversation tonight that I really wanted to get into is basically, you know, something to complain about or nothing to complain about. And, and basically, what are the top 10 relationship complaints? Or if there are 10, you know, like I've, I've read several articles that talked about common complaints, uh, talked about a lot of different things. But I, I guess, you know, since you're on the line tonight, um, just kind of talking through some of the communication gaps um, or understanding gaps that people okay. deal with in relationships. And I, and I think that there's a, there's a, there's a new sensitivity and I, and I think that, and, and that's the reason why I brought up the Kevin Hart thing is because these things happen in society and people put unnecessary, as I believe, unnecessary pressures or unnecessary things that kind of come in and it, and it does something. And, and, and just to kind of start off and I'll, and I'll give you a chance to answer first, um, you know, one of the first complaints that I saw um, about, um, you know, something that people complain about is that their significant other is friends with their exes on social media or Facebook. What, what do you think about that? Is that a legitimate complaint or is that not a legitimate complaint? Something to complain about or not? That's not a legitimate complaint. That's just something to be worrisome about because if you tr- that's about trust. Mm-hmm. If if you're if they're not having any type of conversation that will lead you to believe that they're trying to get back with one another, why are you worried about that? I think mm-hmm. that's that's that that's a, that's enough to be a nuisance because if this is no harm in being um, friends with your ex, nobody said that your ex has to be your enemy. Who wrote that rule down? You know, one of the things that I think about, and one of my buddies, he actually told me about, you know, like he was, uh, he was, and I don't know if this person was an ex or if this was just a friend, but he was liking all of the things on this on this person's page, and his um, his significant other pulled him up about it and was like, "Why are you liking all of the stuff on this person's page?" Is is that legitimate? Is it too much to like everything on somebody's page? How about this? It's okay to like. What kind of comments they making? That they saying you want sexy, <laughs> or I like to tap that. You know, it's, it's all in the comments. The likes mean nothing. Okay. It means nothing. Now, when they, when your significant other start commenting, then you might have a problem. But otherwise, stop nitpicking over over things that are because I bet you the other one is liking some things on other people's pages or pictures. We're human. And if if, if I have a if I have a, a a friend that I know or an ex that I know that posts a nice family picture or a picture of himself, what's wrong with liking it? I ain't saying nothing like can we get back together or right. It's it's all in what you say, not in a like. So before I get into some of the things that I wrote down, what do you think, from the woman's perspective, are the bigger complaints about men? So I'm um, you mean as far as complaining about things they deal with? Relationship stuff, yeah. I mean, like I saw one that a woman says, hey, you know, my only complaint about my man is, you know, I don't, I don't feel like he appreciates me, or I feel like I can't do anything right. Is, oh, is that I can't a relate to that. Well, I can't, I can't relate to that. Sorry. <laughs> We're not talking about relate. relate We're talking about have you heard it? <laughs> I can't relate to that because some things like that are foolishness. 
Because how did you end up in a relationship if you have hardcore complaints like that? You know, things like that are deal breakers. They're beyond complaints, and that's why I said what I said. You know, there are things okay. in a relationship to me. Okay, I'm going to give you an example of what I would consider a complaint. He doesn't listen mm-hmm. enough. So I might say something, and then an hour later, he'll ask me the same question, and I'm like, didn't you hear me when I said that? Or he, I might do the same thing. He might say something to me, and I didn't hear it because I was doing something else. And then he'll say, I told you that an hour ago. So to me, listening, sometimes that act of listening is out the window because when you're feeling some kind of way and you are expressing yourself, whether it was something that happened that day or something you want them to remember and they don't hear you, that's sometimes disheartening. So that's a complaint. But a complaint about he don't appreciate, he don't appreciate me, boo, that's a, that's a uh, deal breaker. So let me complaint. ask you this. Okay. So let me ask you this. Do you think that um, complaints come from, let's say, other underlying issues? Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And because he, he, so, and his, go ahead. I just think that complaints are just that. You know, when you complain about something, think about it. Complaints and relationships run the same path as if, if you go out to a restaurant and you complain about something there. Not, you're not going to complain at your favorite restaurant, but you might complain at a restaurant that you really don't deal with too often, and then all of a sudden you go, and it's like every little thing is nitpicked. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so, he, so he, the, he underlying is, issue, the underlying issue was that that's not a restaurant you, you like anyway. So you always going to find something wrong with it. Right. I got you. So what about this one? This is another complaint um, that the woman posted and said, I texted him a few hours ago, but I haven't heard back from him yet. I wonder, does that mean he's either doing something else or with someone else? You got trust issues. See, that's a bigger issue. That's not a complaint. That's a bigger issue. That's a, a, a bigger issue because if he's at work, then – how can he text me back? And maybe he fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Why is the assumption always he's with someone else? Mm-hmm. That's a trust issue. Those, those are relationship was... deal breakers. That's not a complaint. Got you. It's funny because I was talking to this, this lady that I know, and she said the same thing. Like, she felt like the demise of her relationship was due to, again, those types of trust issues and, like, if if he called me and I didn't answer, if he texted me and I didn't answer right back, like, he always thought that something was going on, and it got to the degree where he started showing up at her house. Like, hey, I called you and you ain't answer, and he kind of put the spin on it as I thought something was wrong. That's a trust issue. Now, that's a trust issue because it's different if, for instance, if your wife is pregnant and you're calling and calling and calling and then all of a sudden they're not answering. That might cause some concern and then you might make you go to where she's supposed to be because then you're thinking something's wrong. Or like in my case, if you had a major surgery and some people are trying to reach you and all of a sudden he's calling and calling and he can't get you on the phone, and not getting a return text, then I could see him stopping by to make sure you're okay. Everything's okay. Gotcha. Like that, yes. But in instance, just to, you know, just because, and it's nothing wrong with him, nothing wrong with him, and just stopping by, no, that's that's a guilty conscience. Gotcha. That makes me gotcha. wonder what you're doing. Oh, my gosh. So here's, a, here's another one. It says, he or she should know what I need. I've told he or she this before, and after so many years or so many months, he or she should know. He or she is not a mind reader. I mean, that, <laughs> what she said. What in the world you talking about? That that's a little far fetched to me. You you as adults, you know that's a problem I have with adults, and it's called communication. If you want something or you need something, open up your mouth and say it. 
Don't catch an attitude because God didn't give me the gift of reading your mind. Okay. So you saying whatever you need, you should let the person know, not just assume that they know because of whatever. Right. Like for instance, you know there are there are times uh, where, it, well, if you're in the same house, there there may be some things that you learn about each other. So when you see something low, for example, um, you see that um, there's a need for. She on the last bit of deodorant or lotion, her favorite lotion. And he picks it up. That's because he's a man that's into you and the details. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he should have on his mind reader glasses or um, listening uh, device, and he should always know what you need. That that's, that's, that's a bit much to be asking, I think. I think as adults, we got to take some responsibility for some actions. And one of them is communicating, and communicating your needs and wants. You should be able to say that. So, in this climate, or the people that you have the opportunity to talk to, do you think we do a good job with that? Communicating the things that we need, communicating the things that we want, or that we want to see. No, we do a bad. We do a bad. We do that bad. That's bad. And so. And so here's the thing, like I think communication, effective communication, active listening, like all of these these, these things have been, um, you know, popular uh, amongst us and it's been a topic of a conversation for a long time as it relates to relationships. Um, you know, you hear people talk about it all the time. What, what do you think about it that we're not getting? I think that people don't mature in that area and it's all about what you're willing to do so I'm a firm believer that as each relationship fails you ought to learn something and if one of the the key components in the last relationship was uh, communication then that means you ought to learn another skill in your communication area but if you never learn anything from every broken relationship then you'll never grow in an area. And communication seems to be one of the most difficult areas for everybody to grow in. But I will say that some people do get the concept that I need to adjust myself a little bit or I need to learn to do things differently because there's a trend, especially if he keeps saying to you, why didn't you tell me or what's wrong with you and, things that you know you've heard repetitively before. And, you know, I certainly agree with you on that. And and I think that sometimes um, there could be a tendency to get caught up in the details. Like we we look at, um, you know, I think we have a tendency to look at what the other person did. So if somebody did something, that's the thing that we go with, and that's the thing that, you know, say, oh, well, why are you and so-and-so not together anymore? Because he did that, because she did that, and not understanding. And that's why I even said in the beginning or with the, one of the last questions, do you think that there are underlying issues to what people complain about? Because I, I, I think that that's key. Like, I think that, just like you said, people have these things in relationships that have happened to them, and now the the view or the 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 world view of it is going to be something negative and and they don't understand or may not understand um that there are contributing factors but then there are also underlying issues that help highlight these things that people complain about and right. I, and and I remember I think I've shared it on the show people, but you know what it goes back to what we originally said People have to grasp the concept between a complaint and a relationship um, red light. And you can't just jump into a relationship knowing you saw these red lights and then you complain about everything that the person does. It's no longer a complaint. You are downright miserable. And you shouldn't have entered that relationship. 
Well, and I, I know we got to go to a quick commercial break, but but help 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 us understand miserable. When you say downright miserable, you, you said that with some power. So I, I want to get some further clarity on that. Well, when people are miserable in a relationship, that means nothing makes you happy. Everything okay. causes concern, causes pause, causes you to drop a tear. If you're in that place and the person that you're with, there's nothing that makes you happy. And the only thing, and maybe the only thing that makes you happy is when he's pleasing you or doing something that you want him to do. But as an individual, you don't value the person. That's wrong. You can't complain. Like, for instance, for instance, I'll I'll transfer a moment. I went on a date with a guy, and at the table, started dancing because the food was so good. Gotcha. I was totally embarrassed. I was totally embarrassed. So you know what that meant? You, I would never consider a relationship with you. That was a relationship red light for me. So that meant if I would have gotten into a relationship with him, if we went out and he started dancing to food, it was nothing I could say or do because I accepted that. So how I'm going to complain about it now? How I'm going to sit down at the table with him, he started dancing, and I say, boy, can still. What are you doing? Was he, he was doing the wop or something? He was doing the wop. He was dancing butter in his bread. I mean, that food was good. And I was, was it a totally place that he'd never been to before? You know, I think he had been there before, and he was oh uh, very, he, he very much loved the bread. So when the bread came, he was in heaven. Sound like a good date to me. I don't know. Uh, I would well, totally embarrass. I don't see that. I, no. I hear you. Totally embarrass. One, one of tonight's sponsors is Audible.com. They are a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. And you can listen to audio books whenever and wherever you want. You can also get a free book when you sign up for a 30 day free trial at www audibletrial.com just make sure you use the backslash of M-W-H-Y-L-L-C folks we're going to go to a quick commercial break Um, hope you are enjoying the show thus far again we're talking about something to complain about nothing to complain about we're going to go to a quick commercial break and we'll be back after this Debonair Entertainment is your full service entertainment company We feature bands, DJs, classical ensembles, and more. Whether you're planning your wedding company event, mitzvah, or birthday celebration, Debonair Entertainment has the perfect act for you. We also offer photo booth rentals to accent your event. Call us today at 804-690-7682 or contact us on the web at debonairentertainmentinc.com. Debonair Entertainment, your party starts here. If you were designing the perfect dating site, what would you include? A private voice or video chat room? A private photo gallery and profile area? How about matches based on similar interests? And to keep it special, you could add profile blocking, no third-party intervention, spam protection, and even monthly drawings for great prizes. And more! That's exactly what you'll find at milesapart.dating. Visit milesapart.dating today and get a free one-year membership while they last. That's milesapart.dating. In a fast-paced world, getting your message heard everywhere can still be a challenge if you're not connecting to your target audience. Allow MWHY Radio to assist you in getting your message heard on social media, video, digital magazines, on apps, and on our broadcast network. MWHY Radio's broadcast listeners tune in online through 10 terrestrial stations on iHeartRadio and during live events. Visit our Fiverr page for special offers throughout the summer to assist you in jumpstarting your advertising needs. That's www.fiverr.com forward slash M-W-H-Y radio. F-I-V-E-R-R dot com forward slash M-W-H-Y radio. Mm-hmm. 
folks, welcome back to A Different Identity, Up Close and Personal with Lawrence and Pam. Tonight's topic, we're talking about something to complain about, nothing to complain about. And really, um, as as we've kind of been talking, um, the art of complaining or, or bringing something to somebody's attention, like what does that mean? And for everyone, you know, we understand that relationships can be hard. We we hear and we've heard all the time that they take work um, and that we come into relationships with our own individual histories and needs and coping styles and defense mechanisms, uh, and, and yet we have these uh, what, what I would call commonalities that uh, exists between all of us. You know, we look to be loved, we look to be understood, we look to be valued. Um, and just like I mentioned in the first segment, I think that there are some underlying issues um, that prevent us from really getting what we want or what we need. And and, and sometimes I think a lot of those things are uh, kind of connected to uh, what we bring about or, or what we bring to the attention um, of our significant other. And, you know, kind of as I've been uh, just exploring this this thing about complaining, um, and, and again, we, we've just kind of been talking through some of the more popular ones. So so here's another one. Um, there, there, you know, we, we kind of talked about it from the, the female side of the house, and we'll talk about a mixture of both. And so um, here's a guy saying, you know, she always wants to talk about really heavy stuff when I get home from work, when I'm tired, or when I'm ready to go to bed, and now she won't let anything go. And so understanding the dynamics around this, um, even asking the question, and again, any, anything that I'm talking about tonight, if you have a question or comment, give us a call, 646-652-2512. Just press the number one uh, and let our engineer know um, that you, you know, want to respond or take, you know, have a have a, a say in tonight's conversation. So, so here's the thing of, you know, do, do I understand what this gentleman is saying when he's saying, hey, she wants to talk about heavy stuff as soon as I get home from work, where I've already had a rough day, where I've already got 20 things going on, and now I just want to, you know, be still, be still or, you know, sit and relax before um, getting into a heavy conversation. So here we go with the, you know, what would you do or what should you do um, in, a, in a situation like this? So I think that, and again, women, if I'm wrong, please call and correct me, um, but asking the question like, hey, is this a good time? I have something that I want to talk to you. Let me know when you get settled. Let me know, um, you know, when you have a moment to kind of talk through this. And now it gives me the opportunity to kind of, yes, brace myself for the conversation. Or I say brace myself, prepare myself uh, for the conversation after I've had the opportunity to kind of um, take my day off, to kind of settle in at home you know, see how you're doing, see what's going on if you have kids, seeing what's going on with the kids, and now we can have a deep conversation. Or, hey, you know, over dinner there are some things that I want to be able to discuss with you. Can we do that over dinner? And so now, um, in my opinion, it doesn't seem so pushy. It seems like you are giving uh, consideration to him instead of just going into something. And, and I know, and you know, I have a wife, and I, I certainly understand that you have some things that are pressing. You have some things um, that you want to discuss. You have some things that you just really feel like you got to get out. But from a man's perspective, and you know, believe me, I understand uh, what this person is saying. As soon as I get home, like that's one of the last things that I want to do is really kind of get into uh, a deep conversation when I first walk through the door. Again, giving the other person, and this is male or female, um, you know, the opportunity to say, hey, you know, let's let's talk in an hour, or let's talk over dinner, or let's talk after dinner. After we've had our dinner, and we we've now had a chance to be still and kind of catch up on all the things with each other. Now we can talk about the heavy stuff, and I think with that being said, it it helps to take the sting off. It helps to take um, 
the you know the emotion out of it, uh, kind of so to speak. Um, and now you you, you kind of have an agreement, and so just. I guess going into a saying, well, hey, we need to talk, and this is what I want to talk about, and it's heavy, you know, kind of preface it, kind of lead into it, but make it a mutual thing. I think you'll get uh, more out of it. And so here's the next one, uh, and, th- and this is from uh, the woman's side who says, hey, he never wants to talk about things, or he tells me when I bring up something, we'll talk about it later, and then we never do. Ladies, is that a legitimate complaint? It probably is. Uh, so, you know, again, if you have, you know, comment or feedback, you know what to do. Um, but but here's the thing. Um, I think important issues should be addressed. Again, I think uh, taking the opportunity to say, hey, when you have a moment, um, is today a good day? Can I set up? You know, can we talk about this tonight or should I wait till tomorrow? Uh, you know, it kind of ties back into the first one. I think any um, any concern should be discussed. What you, what you don't want to do, and this is only in my opinion, is to now have a behavior that's attached to it. And what do I mean by that? Because he says, hey, I don't want to talk about it right now. Um, now you catch an attitude. Now it's more about your behavior, which means that the you know the the issue will never get discussed because the only thing that he or she is looking at is your behavior. So I think um, in a case like this, just being mindful of how and when you bring something up, and just understanding that, you know, if there's a behavior like, oh, man, hey, I really want to do, well, hey, is there a better time? Or, you know, again, just like I mentioned in the first, can we set aside 30 minutes after we get finished eating to kind of talk about this particular behavior? All right? Um, And, again, like we, we mentioned the, the thing with, hey, I text him or her, few hours ago and haven't heard back from him, what does that mean? Pam said earlier, it just could mean that the person is busy. And, you know, personally, I had somebody uh, to make me aware of this, and this is why um, I brought this up on tonight's platform. Uh, This person was saying, hey, like I work in an environment where I can't have my cell phone out. Like my cell phone has to be in a locker or be in a drawer or it can't be visible. And so I think that before, just like we talked about behaviors in the the last point that we brought up, like really understanding what the person does. Again, asking questions for understanding purposes. I think that sometimes there are uh, uh, things that we bring to somebody's attention with no sensitivity to. But then on the flip side of that is we need to know. Because I wouldn't want to text you and then um, I don't hear back from you for hours and hours and hours, not really understanding that you work at a place where you can't talk. And I, and I think this is probably something that kind of happens, as I believe this person brought to my attention, in the beginning of a relationship. Like, yeah, all day long on the weekends, you know, this person is texting me all day long and all of a sudden they get to work and now they're not texting me back and I got to wait a long time to hear from them. Like, just ask smart questions like, hey, you know, in reference to what do you do, hey, are you allowed to use your cell phone during the course of the day? You know, and a lot of times in a lot of businesses because it is a a time waster or, you know, I, I walk around my office and there are people who are often on cell phones and, you know, I even had um, a situation where I'm trying to train somebody and they're on their cell phone the whole time, you know, talking about oh I got I just got to respond to this and now it it uh it creates an environment where you feel like somebody's not really wanting to pay attention. So again, in this particular situation, the circumstance, just really have an understanding of what um, that person. Um, you know, it has to deal with on a, on a daily basis, whether or not, you know, like you're saying, well, you get a lunch or you get a break or all of these types of things. I mean, I work in an environment where there are times where I don't take lunch. I might have to spend lunch at my desk um, while I'm still working, 
no, that's not ideal. But, again, just making sure that you have that type of conversation um, and not just taking it into your own hands to, um, you know, say that this person just, you know, doesn't have time or whatever that may be. So here's another one um, that someone says, hey, one of my complaints is that I'm afraid to bring up something uh, about this person because I feel like uh, the relationship will be over. And so this one I, I feel like was uh, a very, um, I believe, kind of common. You know, you, you hear people talk about walking on eggshells or um, having an issue that they want to be able to address but really not knowing how to bring it up. And and that's where uh, your uh, ability to communicate comes in, understanding that uh, there are people with different personalities. There are people who um, – whose style of communication is a little bit different. And here's the thing of it um, that that I believe is when you start talking about communication, whether it's the beginning of a relationship, whether you've known this person for a long time, is understanding their communication style. Why do you understand that communication style? Because Quite frankly, some people don't know better. They could come across as being a certain way, and for them, um, you don't see it because, you know, you might have an issue with uh, sensitive things or sensitive subject matters or feel a certain way if something's not uh, addressed the way that you want it to be addressed. But here's the thing, that especially when you start talking about complaints or something that someone is trying to bring to your attention, here's the first step, in my opinion, be open. At least hear what the person is trying to say. Understand the perspective that they're coming from and then trying to find uh, a mutually beneficial way to address the issue um, so that you now have a better understanding. And I understand that there is sensitivity issues, like some people don't understand people who are blunt or who are very direct because it sounds a little insensitive or it sounds like um, the person just, you know, doesn't want to address it. For both people, be open. Be open to, again, the person's personality and or communication style. If their communication style is different from yours, then we need to have a conversation around what's going to be the best way to communicate with you that you get it. What's going to be the best way that you can communicate with me that I get it. Now, something that um, is potentially could be a complaint now goes into um, we just need to understand it a little bit better, okay, or understand each other a little bit better. So um, here's something that somebody brought in from the chat room that I wanted to read really, really quickly, and it says, I don't think I have to ask for permission if I want to talk and I'm not interrupting an important task or I'm forceful in my approach, you should be happy you're the one that I want to have uh, this conversation to talk to about it. When you have to feel like um, I have to make an appointment to speak with you, that's how people find other people willing to bend their ear, and they may not always be the right person for you to talk to. So I certainly understand that, and I appreciate that particular comment. Again, I think we're talking about timing. So it's not necessarily um, about asking for permission. I think that some things are about timing, because here's the here's the thing I will say to that is that we, we all have rough days or rough moments in our day, and you sometimes have to find out, get the pulse of the person first, get where they are because here's what's going to happen. Like, dang, I can't believe you hit me with this as soon as I get in the door. Now it turns into a bigger issue. And, and I'm not saying that that requires an appointment, 
um, I think it just requires a little bit more consideration. And again, I'm not saying that your approach is wrong. I'm certainly not, you know, definitely I'm not an advocate of them talking to someone else about a particular issue. I'm just saying just to make sure you know where they are, check in first. And I think a, a lot of things are um, could potentially be blown out of proportion because we didn't take the time to find out where the other person was. And, again, I'm not saying that um, – you are wrong for the way that you think, not saying that at all. I'm just saying consider it. That it, it could be the wrong time to address an issue, it, you know, after I'm just coming home from a long day. I don't know, um, you, you know, you don't know if the person received bad news on the way home or whatever could be going on. So a quick check-in. Like, hey, I got something I want to talk to you about. Hey, we can talk about it over dinner, or I'll give you a couple minutes to get settled in if that's okay. I don't think that's really asking for permission. I think that's just being considerate of the other person and being considerate to the degree um, that you you know you're me. I, I, I think it's fair to say that. If you've been with anybody any significant amount of time, you know them. You know their temperament. You, you know um, where they are. So... I don't really think it's asking for permission. I think I think it's really just being considerate of the other person, especially now I'm the type of person, you know, I'm I might ask a question, okay, what are we gonna be talking about so I know how to prepare myself? If it's gonna be something deep or something that mentally I'm not ready for at that particular time, I might ask for some additional time. Hey, can you give me an hour? Hey, can you give me 20 minutes? Hey, can we talk about it over dinner or after dinner? Just like I mentioned, um, w when I brought that up, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying, just like I said before, just to be open a little bit. All right? So, again, folks, uh, I appreciate those who um, have sent comments uh, in. Um, if you have a question or comment tonight, we're, we're talking about something to complain about, nothing to complain about. Why do I think it's an important issue? Because it, it's it, the art of communication seems to come up a, a whole, whole lot. And I think that, again, with some underlying issues of a person's history um, or different things that they've had to deal with, sometimes it's important to, you know, just take that extra step, okay? So if you're looking to start a fundraiser for a project, you should join MWHY Radio on We Share Crowdfunding. On this platform, you can raise money for projects, personal items, events, churches, missions, or any of your business projects, startups, and much more. Visit We Share Crowd. Funding.com. Just make sure you use the backslash of MWHY Radio. And just click the Y Join button. And what that's going to do is give you more information um, about the program and how you can do donate to uh, one of the causes. And that's literally at one of the bottom at the bottom of the page. Again, it's we share crowdfunding.com. Just make sure you use the backslash of MWHY Radio. Again, folks, we're talking about something to complain about, nothing to complain about. If you have a question or comment, you know what to do. Give us a call, 646-652-2512. Press the number one. But in the meantime, we'll be back after this. Hey, this is Lou Stevens with Lou Stevens Glam Squad. I started the business 26 years ago, and we've grown it to have more than 20 stylists and over 3,000 weddings now under our belt. We're an amazing team to come out and do hair and makeup for your wedding day on location here in the Richmond area or on location for destination weddings anywhere. Also, we have a training academy, Glam Squad Academy for stylists that would like to learn how to do what we do and become one of our Glammies. So if you're interested in booking us to come out and do your wedding or you'd like to become a Glammy, please just give us a call at 804-305-3965 or go ahead and reach us online at LouStevens.com.
If you're the parent of a child with behavioral challenges that has been suspended, expelled, or just not able to make it in a traditional school setting, there is an alternative. Call the Metropolitan Day School today. Licensed and accredited grades K-12, through call 804-321-2595. Financial assistance and after-school programs are available. Let's turn this school year around right now at the Metropolitan Day School where Eagles soar. Call Ms. Thomas today, 804-321-2595. Brought to you by on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on May We Help You Radio Network. So on the May We Help You Radio Network. MWHY Radio Network. May We Help You Radio. On the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Broadcast Network, the network that helps you. Folks, welcome back to A Different Identity Up Close and Personal with Lawrence and Pam. Tonight's conversation, we're talking about something to complain about, nothing to complain about. So as I'm, I move into this last section, i got a couple more um, that I, that I want to get into, but I'm going to give you uh, the opportunity to reach out to me. There have been a couple of people who have reached out in the chat room, um, and, 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 you know, if you have the opportunity, you want to come on live, I promise I won't get you. I won't, you know, get Pam on you. Uh, if you want to come in and, and talk about some of the uh, relationship complaints, not necessarily that you deal with, but maybe some stuff that you've heard about, um, go ahead and give us a call, 646-652-2512. Just press the number one. Let my engineer know um, that you are on the line. And so here's, here's a couple more while I wait. We'll see if somebody comes on. Um, here's a here's a very common uh, relationship complaint: is how come I'm the one who always does, or how come I'm the one who always has to do? Okay. So is that a legitimate complaint? Is that something that we've probably heard before? I'm going to say yes. But here's the deal. Um, I, I, I think you, in a case like this, in, in, in a conversation like this or feedback like this, we have an understanding that we really don't have to do anything. I think that we choose to do certain things, um, you know, it could be a lot of different things, and, I, and I'm sure people probably have some, some, some great uh, feedback in this area. But, but here's the thing that, um, and again, everything in that, that I'm talking about tonight I think ties back into communication, right? And, and you know, we, we had a, a person who sent in that comment um, of, of saying, look, I should be able to talk to you when I want, whatever I want, and I don't have to ask for permission to do that. While I understand that, what I'm trying to avoid you facing or anyone facing is a confrontation that turns into a battle that's far from the thing that you are trying to talk about or get clarity on or to discuss. And I think that the 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 world itself right now is very sensitive. I think people are very, very sensitive. And so the way to really address things is understanding time and place. And, it, and it's so funny. I, I had a conversation. One of my really, really good friends uh, was in town, and, and we were having this conversation about these three things. And one was timing. 
two was packed, and I cannot think of the third one, and I wish um, I, I could think of it right now. Um, but this was a rule um, that uh, was brought to her attention that – in, in in her haste to kind of I don't say haste but um, possibly is a haste to kind of discuss issues or discuss things, understanding the timing. Like yeah, it might be um, good that you want to discuss it right now because you want to get it out of the way. But the other person, whether it's male or female, um, are they prepared for that conversation? You know, mentally, emotionally. And and that's why I said earlier in the, in, the, in the segment that it's important to check in first. Now, whether your view of that is is possibly trying to get somebody's of you know, um, getting you know their uh, I'll say attention, um, getting their buy-in. Like I think that's important. Like to check in to make sure it is okay to discuss a heavy matter. Like when you are discussing something heavy like that. Emotions are probably going to play into it. But, again, you have someone who's saying, like, I'm always feeling like I have to do this or I'm the one who always has to do this. That's heavy. So, again, do, do we, we, we negotiate it? Because what you don't want to hit is a roadblock or or have somebody feel like, I always have to do this. I always have to say this. I always have to. It it does. It, and outside of the confrontation part of it, it now, I believe, could weigh on a person. And so now you have somebody doing something grudgingly that they really didn't want to do, but they just do it because they don't want to hear your mouth. Is that what you really want? And that's the question that, you know, and again, uh, just like I said earlier, is like the, the what would you do's and the what should you do's. Like I, I think, and I wish, I wish, I wish, and I probably have it in my phone and I don't have time to, to kind of go through it now, but I think that the, the timing and the tact, how you say it, when you say it, uh, and I wish I could think of that third one, um, but it's but it's, it's funny, and I and I got a text message I'm going to share really quickly. Uh, somebody texted me and said that you know one of their coworkers were discussing that today um, because they feel like people just want to have something to say all of the time. So I don't know. We we give it some consideration. Hopefully, um, the things that we've discussed tonight. Um, and, and, and here's the other thing, and, and, and as I'm reading kind of through my notes here, and I want to make sure I get all of this in, there, there's a coworker of mine who, who says this all the time. He says, common sense is not common practice. And so we can create a more difficult situation because we don't have a good understanding. And then it goes into blame, it goes into stereotype, it goes and, – and all of those things create bigger issues, in my opinion. And, again, when you hear about people who um, have successful relationships, they don't have a lot of, you know, complaints. So they say, hey, our communication is spot on. Like, I kind of know him, so I know what he's going to say. I know what he's probably thinking, and they know when. But it's nothing like um, feeling anxious or insecure or angry or, um, or or feeling like how you feel is not valued. And, again, when we start talking about relationships, we talk about longevity. Uh, we, we talk about even one, one last issue that I, that I really want to bring up is somebody who's saying he or she is afraid of my feelings. And again, some something to think about. What would you do? What should you do in a situation like that? But the most important thing I believe is the communication piece. And it's really, really understanding your mate. Understanding that your current mate is different from your past mate. And you may have to adjust. You may have to um uh recircuit and rewire yourself to understand that. And this, and this, I think that it's important, and especially when you start hearing conversations like, um, 
I'm dating that you you attract the same kind of people. Why is that? And just like Pam mentioned at the beginning, like understanding that every experience you've had is a learning opportunity. And really not just looking at what a person did, but how in the future can I make things better for myself and then for my mate. Folks, I'm out of time, but never out of things to talk about. We are each and every one of you for joining us tonight. Uh, Pam did have to slip out. She just wanted to jump on really quick, but she definitely sends her regards. Again, if you want to join our Facebook group, it's a different identity talk radio show. Certainly send us a member request today. Also, if you want to send us information regarding the show, differentidentity at gmail.com. Hope that was something that was said um, on tonight that you were able to learn from and grow from and, and do better because we always say when you know better, you do better. Thank you, everyone. Have a great remainder of the week. We'll see you next time on the Different Identity.